It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the show. A lot to get to on today's show. A BYU football player in trouble with the law. We'll talk about that. BYU basketball in action tonight on the road in Los Angeles against Loyola Marymount. We'll preview that game with the help of Connor Harding. A one-on-one conversation I had with him will be on today's show. And we'll also talk about a BYU football road game this coming season that'll actually be easier for BYU football fans to attend if you so desire to do that. All right, we'll run it all down for you on today's show. It's all brought to you by our good friends over at Spavia in Sandy. They're offering our listeners some great deals in the run-up to Valentine's Day, which, by the way, is tomorrow. We'll talk about what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars for February 13th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider, and I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, for my day job, and it's a blast to be with you guys each and every day right here on Locked On Cougars. If you're new to the show, welcome on in. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news and insider information that you cannot find anywhere else. We want you to be able to catch up on everything you need to know about BYU each and every day in a nice, neat package in 30 minutes or less. We'll catch up on everything. So make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcatcher you're listening on. This podcast is available anywhere and everywhere podcasts can be listened to. So make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, like I said, and also leave us a favorable rating and review. Those five-star ratings really help you get the word out about the show, help BYU fans find us, and conversely help us find other BYU fans and build the audience. It's already pretty strong, but we'd always love to have more. So if you're new to the show, welcome on in. Let's start off with BYU football today. Some bad news. It seems to be this time of year that you find out a player or two seems to get in trouble, and it happened yesterday, the news breaking, that Chaz Ayu, a linebacker from B- for BYU, a uh, former uh, Westlake and Timview High School star, was cited with drinking in a in or about a vehicle, a Class C misdemeanor, and DUI with alcohol or drugs or a combo, a Class B misdemeanor, in court documents that were filed in Utah, Utah County Justice Court yesterday. The charges stem from an incident on this past Sunday, February 9th at 4.46 p.m. on Red Hawk Ranch Road in Eagle Mountain. AU was charged with reckless driving, a Class B misdemeanor, and two infractions of an improper lane change and speeding, according to the charging documents, and he has a hearing scheduled for April 7th and Utah County Justice Court. This is not a good look for BYU. The second straight year that a player has been charged with DUI. Nil Pau charged last summer for trying to go around a barricade and having his blood alcohol content level uh, measured at .147, nearly three times the legal limit in the state of Utah. The interesting part about Chaz Ayu's story is all the charging documents don't list a blood alcohol content level for him in this, so it will be interesting to see how this court case goes forward. 
Uh, just based on the precedent, I think that BYU set with Nil Pau, I would expect that Chaz Ayu is probably going to redshirt and sit out this upcoming season. I don't see any way around it, barring all of the charges being dropped against him. This is obviously... Uh, it's just not a good look for the BYU football program. It's not a good look for a young man like Chaz Ayu. And I understand BYU fans. I helped to kind of break the story. I know Mitch Harper from KSL Sports had the initial report on the story. And then obviously everybody else picked it up and went with it. But as I was reading up on this, I felt bad for the young man. And I understand that there are BYU fans in my Twitter feed. I had a few of them reach out and say, why are you covering this? Why are we talking about this? This is exposing something that doesn't need to be exposed. Let's be clear about one thing. When it comes to honor code issues, I'm not so interested in being in being the first to break these stories or in terms of these stories in the legal situation. But this is a different story with regards to the legal situation that both Chaz Ayu and Neil Powell have found themselves in. When you're charged with a crime in the state of Utah, it becomes public record and the word's going to get out regardless. And I, I hate to say that. I know that people think that we in the media are always trying to dig up dirt on guys. We're not trying to. We don't actively try and go out and ruin these young men's lives. We're just reporting the news as it comes to us. So let's be clear about that. This is a situation that I hope that Chaz Ayu can realize the mistake he made. Driving while impaired, DUI, is nothing to laugh at. It is a very, very serious matter. Uh, could have hurt somebody, could have hurt multiple people. When you're behind the wheel of a vehicle, I, I had a When I grew up, my dad, when I first got my license, he always told me the most dangerous weapon you may ever wield is getting behind the wheel of a vehicle and doing so while impaired. I've never had a situation like this, but doing so while impaired only makes it more dangerous. So I'm glad nobody was hurt in this situation with regards to Chaz Ayu. Obviously, uh, charges are still pending against him. He hasn't appeared in court yet to... uh, to plea however he's going to plea in this situation but based on the precedent I think BYU set last summer with the situation involving BYU wide receiver Neil Pau I would expect that Chaz Ayu if he decides to remain at BYU because obviously he could decide to transfer that's obviously an option available to him with the NCAA transfer portal but if he decides to opt to stay with BYU I would expect he's missing the upcoming 2020 season the good news is I feel like BYU at linebacker can absorb a loss of the magnitude of Chaz Ayu better than other positions on this team. Had Chaz Ayu been playing wide receiver, running back, etc., much bigger impact. And I don't mean to downgrade the fact that Chaz losing Chaz is a it's a it's a blow. There's no doubt about that. But in terms of the talent base BYU has currently in the program along the linebacking ranks, BYU can absorb a loss for a year of Chaz Ayu if he decides to remain at BYU better than I think other positions that they could have absorbed it. Otherwise, I think other position groups, it would have been almost a devastating development to lose him. I think he's a great young man. Like I said, I hope everything comes out for the better for him. He can kind of realize the error of his ways. And I hope a guy like Neil Pau can step forward and really help him out. I've talked to some people, and Neil Pau spent a lot of last season on the practice squad after being cleared to return to practice with the BYU football program. And there were certain people around the program that believed that he is going to be a breakout star this coming year when he plays his junior 
junior season in 2020 for BYU. So I would hope that if Chaz Ayu, and I hope he does, decides to remain with the BYU football program, tries to right the wrongs that he has committed here, and remains with the program, I hope a guy like Neil Pau can take him under his wing and say, hey, listen up, this is what I went through. You're probably going to face a similar situation, and here's how we're going to go about fixing it. I think the BYU football program will do everything within their power. Speaking of Kalani Sitake and his staff, in the interest of full disclosure, Chaz Ayu's father, Jason Ayu, is on BYU's off-the-field staff. So he's got family in the program, working with the program, and I'm hopeful that this situation resolves itself and Chaz Ayu finds himself better for it and can learn from it. Like I said, DUI is no laughing matter. It's one of the more serious crimes that I... I have little tolerance for because it is a scary situation. You can hurt so many people and impact so many lives by driving impaired. But like I said, I expect a precedent if it's going to stand that Chaz Ayu will miss this upcoming season for BYU while being suspended from the football program from participating in games for the football program, gets things in order with the legal situation he finds himself in, also with the school, obviously. This will probably go through the honor code office and the like, and he'll have to clear some things up, but I'm hopeful in the end all of it comes out for his good and the betterment of the BYU football program because like I said Chaz Ayu a talented talented player made an awful mistake here but you hope that he learns from it gets better figures out whatever is affecting his life and that way he can move forward here and just be a better young man and that's the biggest thing I think coming out of this is you want Chaz Ayu to be okay and you want him to figure out whatever is causing this these issues in his life and get them figured out and I'm hopeful that that situation does resolve itself and that he is finding himself in a better situation when it all plays out. And like I said, I think Neil Powell can be a great mentor for him to help him through this difficult time. And we'll be sure to track any of this and pass along any information we hear when it comes to Chaz Ayu. But I think a guy like Neil Powell, who's gotten himself straightened out, like I said, there are people around the program that think he's going to be a breakout star for BYU in 2020. And hopefully a similar situation, a similar resolution can come about with regards to Chaz Ayu. All right, we'll talk about some more positive news here in just a moment. Uh, BYU basketball obviously in action tonight against Loyola Marymount. We'll talk about that with Connor Harding, BYU guard, who's really become a defensive stopper for BYU basketball. Have a one-on-one conversation with him coming up here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, guys, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And if you have not gotten your gifts for your significant other, well, you may want to get on it and might I suggest going to Spavia. They're at 10261 South State Street in Sandy, right here in the Salt Lake Valley in Utah. And what they aim to bring is the five-star resort spa feel to anybody and everybody. You don't have to be staying at the five-star resort to get that experience. They have all kinds of spa packages, every type of massage you could ever want, facials, Everything and anything you would want for your significant other with regards to a spa, Spavia has it for you guys. They have gift card deals, spa package discounts, couples massage. They give you gifts with purchases. But right now, the best deal they're offering is an exclusive one to Locked On Cougars listeners, and that is you buy two gift cards, get a third of equal value on Spavia. For example, buy two $50 gift cards, you get an additional $50 gift card as a gift from Spavia. You can hit three different people, give three different gift cards to people, give all three of them to your significant other whatever it is you can take care of all the significant women men 
whatever you got going on in your life with regards to Valentine's Day can all be taken care of with Spavia. Let Spavia know that you're a Locked On Cougars listener when you let them when you give them a call. 801-424-7566 is the phone number. Like I said, mention you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll make sure to put together the perfect package for your special Valentine. Score points with your Valentine and give the gift of ultimate relaxation and pampering. Give the gift of Spavia, guys. Once again, 10261 South State Street in Sandy. Give them a call, 801-424-7566. They are the best of the best. I have experienced it for myself, and Spavia will take care of you and your significant other for Valentine's Day. And get on it. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so stay with us. Spavia, 801-424-7566, South State Street in Sandy. Check them out and make sure you are taken care of for Valentine's Day. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, BYU basketball is in action tonight as they take on Loyola Marymount in Los Angeles. 9 o'clock Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Pacific Time on ESPNU if you want to watch the game. Obviously, the BYU Sports Network on the radio side of things will have the call with Greg Rebell and Mark Durant calling that game. And I would expect BYU should roll in this game. LMU, an 8-16 and record currently. They're currently running in 8th place in West Coast Conference action with a 2-8 and conference record. So, In theory, BYU should be able to handle the Lions, and you would hope so because they've lost four straight games coming into this. Their most recent loss was a blowout loss at number two Gonzaga last Saturday, and BYU comes into this rolling, I feel like. The Cougars are really on track right now to get a pretty good seed in the NCAA tournament. break that five-year spell of not making it to the NCAA tournament and you got to take care of business plain and simple you cannot have a slip-up at this point in the season and especially against a team like Loyola Marymount you lose to a team like this and all of a sudden your net rating all of the Ken Palm ratings etc they all go by the wayside but I feel like BYU in this game should handle business just fine Uh, LMU is led by Eli Scott he's the only player for the Lions averaging double-digit points Per game, he's one, their star guard, averaging 15.7 points per game. It plays 34.3 minutes per game. Also adds six and a half rebounds and 4.7 assists. So he really is LMU's best player. He's a good player that had a good game against BYU in Provo when they played the first time this season, but had a little bit of a, a, a tussle with their head coach towards the end of that game and was pulled and sat down as BYU went on to win. And we'll see if he's able to keep his emotions in check uh, in this game and get things figured out. But like I said, BYU comes into this game rolling. I would expect that Connor Harding is a guy that's going to try and match up with Eli Scott. I had a chance to speak with Harding about the reputation he's developed with the coaching staff and BYU. BYU fans as a whole about being a defensive stopper, a guy who really enjoys slowing down the opposing team's best player. Well, I had a chance to speak one-on-one with Connor Harding about that and also just more about the BYU basketball program as a whole. I also talked a little bit about some nicknames for him and Colby Lee. We'll get to all of that right now, right here on Locked on Cougars. There's been a lot made of you being a quote-unquote defensive stopper on this year's team. Coach Pope said you're one of the more athletic guys on this team. Is that something you've embraced or is that something the coach 
just asked you to, to take on. You know, I feel like that's more of something that like I embrace. You know, I take pride on the defensive side. I love uh, I love playing defense to be honest because I think it's like a chess game. It's getting my offensive player to go in situations that he hasn't been in before or making, you know, plays tough on him. And, you know, you're at a disadvantage um, to start to start with. So, you know, it's just fun. It's exciting to get stops. And, you know, that's just something that I've loved playing in high school to college until, until now. And so, you know, I love when they give me a responsibility to go in and, and to guard. This team, by and large, is bought into the defensive philosophy that the co- this coaching staff has brought in. What has gone into that? What What did they say to you guys that got you guys to buy in? You know, I just think it was just focus. Okay. Our focus this off season was was defense. Our focus is defense and practice. And we understand that you know if we get stops defensively, we're going to win games. We knew last year, you know, we talking about defense. We struggled. We talking about defense. Not guard, bro. Yeah, that, that, that was Yoli Childs, by the way. He just wants to shoot the ball. I got to get the stops. He shoots it. Um, but I think yeah, going back, just just the focus in the off season of you know if we if if we play defense, we're going to win games. And I think. You know, going to TJ, to Jake, to Yoli, to me, to, you know, all of our players on our team, we're winners. And so that's why we bought in. It's like defense wins, okay, we need to do it, we need to do it. And we realize, you know, the urgency that the coaches brought. Are there players, NBA, college, historically, that you draw comparisons from in bringing your defensive game to the court? Um, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of the, the NBA players – and the college players, you know, Aaron Kraft was one of my favorite players to watch at Ohio State back in the day when he could play against yeah. Trey Burke. And, you know, I just respected respected him just going out there and just getting sticky with people. And, you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. I'm figuring things out and figuring out how to, you know, fight through screens, do different things to that nature. And, you know, move my feet better. But... I just watch them, and I just try to pick up some of the things they do and put it in my in my game. So Aaron Kraft, that's the guy right there. Okay, I like it. You guys going on the road this week, and of course WCC gyms, BYU fans show up by and large. Do you guys always feel like, hey, we got a, still a pretty good advantage, even though we're playing technically on the road? Yeah, no, absolutely. You go to we had the we had a game in Portland, yeah. and it was all BYU fans, and you know it's just amazing that. They come to our games, and every single year they say, oh, well, we're coming back, we'll be here. Like, the, you know, a lot of the same fans will show up. And, you know, that's that's just amazing. Like, our fan base is amazing. Wherever you travel, you're going to get BYU fans uh, because of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and because they love BYU, they bleed blue. And we always feel like we have some people there to we got to put a show on for them. This team shot the three at a very high clip this year. What's gone into that? You know, and I think this just goes back to the summer and in our practice, we focus on getting shots up every single day. And, you know, we'll go through a practice, and I might only shoot, like, two times during practice. But because we focus on getting, like, I don't know how many shots up before practice, yeah. I still I still am, like, ready to shoot the ball when I go in. And so I think that's just the thing, just the focus of – we're constantly shooting every day. That's our first thing that we do because we're a team that knocks down shots. And and guess what? That's our strength. So we're going to keep going to our strength and strengthen even more. Jake saw is the number two shooter in the country right now in terms of percentages. What about him has made him such an elite shooter? Um, 
from your perspective, I guess. From my perspective is you'll never see him be out of balance or his shoulders turn one way. And he always lines it up, squares it up, and he shoots that thing. He lets it fly. And I think that's the biggest thing is if you watch him, his, his feet, his shoulders, his follow-through, everything will be straight to the hoop. And I think that's why he's such a consistent shooter is because the fundamentals, the very basics where everyone just like forgets about, he has it down to, to an art. And it obviously is proven on the court. It's easier said than done, obviously, right? Yeah. You know, I know, absolutely. He makes it look easy. Like, you know, a lot of the plays that, that he makes, you know, a little step back and he shoots it over someone and he makes it, he makes it look easy. But, you know, in a game, crunch time, it's a lot harder than you think. And so, you know, just respect to to him putting off time in the off season and you know even some of the best shooters they keep shooting and they shoot more than everyone else and that's why they're good so all right two things left here lmu and san diego so you're second round facing these teams how much tougher is it to face a team second time in a season you know i think we uh they get comfortable of how we play offensively how we play defensively and you know we might have catch we caught them on a bad night lmu or, or san diego and they have a couple guys that can get really hot. Um, but the biggest thing is, you know, you go to those gyms and they're just hard to win it against any any team in the WCC. Because, you know, there can just be like a weird vibe in the gym and then all of a sudden, you know, they go on a run. But, you know, we're just ready to, to win a good-looking game, an ugly game. It doesn't matter. We've just gotta, we just got to fight through the frustration. One of the guys I work with at my radio station called Kobe Lee Big Potato, the Big Potato. So then it was thrown back at us, what are we calling Connor Harding? Little Potato? What would you go with if we were called Kobe Big Potato? What are you going with? Oh, man, I, I don't even know. I, <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. But <laughs> um, Shoot, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. It was the, the little chives to the Big Potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that worked. Connor, thanks so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, my man. Appreciate you. There you go, Connor Harding, BYU guard. And you really can tell he's a guy that likes to defend. And I really like what he's been able to show. Uh, he has the ability to just stay in front of guys, move his feet, has that lateral ability that it's hard to develop that. And I get that that probably sounds weird, but you look at what uh, guys like Connor Harding are able to do. And it's not easy because you are running around all over the place, running off screens, getting screened by guys. And you have to fight through all of that to defend the opposing team's best player and tonight I'll guarantee that Connor Harding is going to match up on Eli Scott for long stretches of time and Eli Scott will have guys setting picks for him he's going to be trying to uh, drive cross Harding over get to the rim etc well it's important for a guy like Harding to stay in front of him I, th- I like the fact that he's just kind of bought in and you know said I've liked this my entire life I've played basketball for a long time I've always relished the opportunity to shut guys down there are guys who enjoy it there are absolutely guys who love to go go out there and get after it and shut down opposing team's best players. The other guys, it's not their jam, but Connor Harding is one of those guys. You also heard some cameos from Yoli Childs in that, as well as Sean Walker from KSL.com. And he didn't necessarily have have a thought on the idea of being the little potato is his nickname, but 
Great to catch up with Connor Hardy and can't thank him enough for joining us here on Locked On Cougars to talk BYU sports. All right, we'll talk the rest of BYU. We'll catch up. I guess not talk. We'll catch up on the rest of BYU sports here in just a moment. BYU football getting an exciting venue change for a game that I think BYU fans that may not have been inclined to travel to previously might be more inclined to travel to now. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys: when you guys are out and about driving around in your car, or if you got downtime at your house, make sure to listen to this podcast, and you can do so without even having to lift a finger, literally. All you have to do is tell your smart device. You plug your smartphones into your cars when you're driving around. You have your smart speakers at home. Well, all you got to do is tell them, play podcast Locked On Cougars, and that way you always stay up to date with all of the latest in BYU sports news. It's a real simple way to get all of the BYU news you need to know each and every day with this daily podcast focus on the Cougars, and make sure you do it. Just tell your smart device, play podcast Locked On Cougars, and be the smartest BYU fan in the room. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, guys, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Let's start off with BYU football. Their game against Northern Illinois on October 24th, originally set to be played at DeKalb uh, in on the home campus of Northern Illinois University, has actually been moved to Chicago. It will be part of a featured matchup called the 2020 Husky Chi-Town Showdown. They'll be facing the Huskies at SeatGeek Stadium in Bridgeview, Illinois, which is 12 miles southwest of downtown Chicago. SeatGeek Stadium is the current home of the Chicago Red Stars of the National Women's Soccer League and also the former home of the Chicago Fire of Major League Soccer. The Fire actually just left the venue this past year. They're moving back over to Soldier Field in Chicago, in downtown Chicago, but I think this is a fantastic deal for BYU fans who may not have been interested in traveling to watch the Cougars play the Huskies uh, this fall because you can fly into Chicago, drive down to Bridgeview, which is it's not very far out of town, but it, it, it's not necessarily the 60-plus miles outside of Chicago that DeKalb is, and you can watch this game. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic venue change for BYU. Uh, TV plans and the kick time will be announced later. Obviously, with this being a hometown game for NIU, it'll be under the Mac TV window, so you hope that it gets a pretty featured slot if the Mac can afford it, but I think this is a cool, cool deal for BYU to be playing near Chicago versus playing all the way into DeKalb, Illinois, because I think more BYU fans will be more inclined to go to this game just due to the fact of the proximity it is to Chicago. I know Bridgeview is a suburb of Chicago, but only 12 miles outside of downtown. You can get there a lot easier than having to drive out into the middle of Illinois to get to DeKalb, Illinois to watch this game. So bravo to Northern Illinois, BYU, all of the power players involved to get this venue changed, and I think it's a fantastic deal for everybody involved. All right, let's catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news today. The other team's in action. Men's tennis is in action today in Las Vegas, Nevada against UNLV. That'll be the Frank and Vicky Vertita Tennis Center. That begins at 1 o'clock Pacific time. That's 2 o'clock Mountain time. Best of luck to Brad Pierce and his team as they're in action there. Women's softball begins their second weekend of tournament action down in San Diego, California. 
Uh, they'll be taking part in the Campbell Cartier Tournament. They begin things begin action tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time against host San Diego State. That'll be a live stream on the Mountain West Network online. You can go to BYUcougars.com to get the link there. Women's basketball is in action tonight against the St. Mary's Gales at the Marriott Center. It will be televised on BYU TV with tip-off set for 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Also a stream on the BYU TV app if you want to watch that as well. So a lot of teams in action tonight. You can watch women's softball, women's basketball, men's basketball, and even track men's tennis and women's softball if you so desire. Fun Thursday schedule for BYU Sports. We'll recap it all for you on tomorrow's show. Thanks again for joining us. A reminder for you guys that today's show has been brought to you by Spavia. If you're still looking for that significant other's gift for Valentine's Day, give Spavia a call. They'll make sure you're taken care of. Let them know you're locked on Cougars listener when you do so. 801-424-7566. And like I said, mention you're a locked on Cougars listener and the women over there at Spavia will make sure you are taken care of for Valentine's Day. Uh, thanks again for joining us. It's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. Weigh in with the show via email, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the address. And also you can shoot me a note anytime you want on Twitter as well, at Jacob C. Hatch. We'll talk to you guys soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 13th, 2020, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.